The Florida Gator season isn't over yet, despite what some fans may lead you to believe. Joining me to talk about it is Hayden Hansen, Florida Gators freshman tight end right here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Gators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for being Locked On Gators, your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. Happy Wednesday. I'm Brandon Olson. Find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Written work with whole nine sports and Giants Country of SI.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Sweat Block. If you or someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor, Try Sweatblock. Save 20% with promo code locked on at sweatblock.com. Also available on Amazon. Joining me now for Locked On Gators, like he does every Wednesday, even though there's no game this week. He's still here, Hayden Hansen, Florida Gators freshman tight end. And Hayden, obviously, um, this past weekend was not ideal for the Florida Gators. Obviously, a loss to LSU, which always stings. One of my best friends is an LSU fan, and I am so tired of this. I Florida hasn't beaten LSU since I met him, and that is just incredibly irritating where I'm about to just not be friends with him anymore and hope that it leads to a win. But um, what was Billy Napier's message to the team following the close loss to LSU? Yeah, I mean uh... – I mean, his main points were, uh, I mean, he was proud of us. I mean, we didn't quit. We fought our way back to a one-score game. And uh, obviously, I mean, I think the quote went kind of viral. But uh, he's just saying, like, we're going to turn that film on and we're going to be sick. Uh, there was a lot of opportunities that went through our hands. It was just Florida beating Florida again. Um, that's what we've been working on in practice, though, is um, executing the plays and not beating ourselves. That's the most crucial part. But uh, for the most part, I mean – he, he, he sees the fight in the team and how we don't give up. Cause we could have easily threw the white flag in into the third quarter, but uh, we, we almost got, we almost came back. Just not enough time. We didn't do enough on our part. So. Yeah. And now you've had a, a pretty um, awesome freshman year so far. You got to be here with the first year under Billy Napier. There's a ton of hype around the program, the new facility, Anthony Richardson had all the, how the, uh, the, the Heisman hype and, there have been a lot of big game atmospheres this season for Florida, whether home or, of course, Tennessee. What was the LSU game like? Like, how did that compare to, say, Utah or Kentucky or the other big games? Yeah, I mean, uh, it reminded me directly of Utah. I mean, that was my first experience. I was like, oh, this crowd might be a little bigger. Um, it's just what it does for me is, you know, it motivates you, you know, it's, uh, it makes waiting to get on the field worth it as a freshman, you know, to play for those fans and that atmosphere. It's just crazy. I mean, it's everyone's dream. And uh, I mean, that crowd, I mean, we got some loyal fans. I mean, they were there until like the last second and they were, they were still singing the songs. We're down by two, three touchdowns. I mean, that's just, those are the fans you want to play for. So. Yeah. That was also just insane where it's like, well, won't back down Anthony Richardson, 81 yard touchdown. <laughs> this is one of the coolest things. Just just so cool. Um, this past weekend also was a big weekend for the Florida Gators in terms of recruiting. You know, Billy Napier talked about it where there were a ton of ton of uh, recruits visiting. 
And when there are these visits, do you guys, you know, as a team have much interaction with recruits while they're on campus or is it kind of a, we do our thing, they're doing their thing kind of deal? Yeah. So I mean, it's a little bit of both. Um, some kids will come in with their families and watch us lift. And then the coach will be like, Hey, uh, we got some recruits, go dab them up, go say what's up. You know, um, uh, I forgot his name. I, I've met a couple of them. Um, it's a safety I think his last name is McCain or something like that. Um, the uh, I met his parents in the weight room before our game. We were in the pre-lift and um, met them. And uh, I mean, the staff really, what they do, that like to do is bring the families in and the recruits in and have them be comfortable with the whole team so that their kind of parents get a nice feeling, you know, that they're already wanted by the team. It's a, they're trying to create like a family atmosphere. So, yeah, I mean, big family, <laughs> big, big family in Gainesville. And uh, just just going back to the game itself, just real quick, what was kind of the feel on the sideline? Because early on, this was I mean, it had all the makings of being just an absolute shootout. We were looking just touchdown, touchdown, touchdown early on. And then momentum stalled for the Florida Gators. You know, it kind of went from early in the second to late in the third, early in the fourth, there was offense kind of just, just stalled out for a bit. What was the feel on the sideline just during that time or th- honestly throughout the entire roller coaster that was the LSU game? Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, obviously after that first play, the shorter, um, it, we were all hype. Um, but I mean, we really tried to keep that energy up the whole game. Um, when we got to the third about in about beginning of the fourth, um, it's really like we got, I got some of the freshmen together. Like we kind of got together and uh, we're like, we got to kind of bring the energy up, you know, like I do our job. So I mean, we, we go to the 50 yard line, kind of hype up before kickoff. I mean, and just any small achievement, we just tried to get the energy up. I mean, we just kept doing it. And I mean, once we, once we hit that little 81 yard touchdown, another touchdown, we were like, all right, we can, we can do this, get one more stop and uh, all the way down to that field goal. So, I mean, um, I think that's the difference this year with the team is, I mean, we're, we're really not turning the finger, pointing at each other. We're kind of just um, sitting back and supporting our teammates and keeping the energy up. That's the most important part. I think that's kept us in these close games. So, Yeah, and we've talked a lot about – I mean, we've talked extensively about every Florida game is just close outside of Eastern Washington. There's Every game is just a couple of plays away from being undefeated or having one win on the year. And we've talked a lot about Florida's goals for this season with the most recent loss. The goal of SEC championship is highly improbable, we can say. So how has kind of the goalpost being moved changed the thought process or approach of the team towards the end of the season as as you reach that final stretch? Yeah, I mean, so um, I don't uh, – no changes that I know of yet. Um, same approach that we're going to take for every game. Um for like players and stuff I don't haven't heard anything about that part of it so um, I mean for now it's everything's regular like we're competing for the championship so I mean I haven't, haven't heard of anything so hey control the controllables I like it I, I like that one and uh, obviously this week there was the announcement that Josh Braun's hitting the transfer portal and I'm not going to ask you to comment on Josh Braun specifically or him transferring but I will ask what does that that do to a locker room if anything to have a player who's been here for a while was a starter last year, hit the portal midway through the season. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, Josh is a great, uh, great locker room guy. I mean, we all, we all like being around him. Funny dude. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, he kind of kept it on the low. I mean, he told some of his close friends. I mean, I walked in the locker room and he was next to my locker and it was just stripped clean. His picture was gone. I was like, that's odd. 
And then uh, I talked to some of the coaches, and they said, yeah, he decided to um, stay in class here and not burn his red shirt. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, all of our teammates, were, we all sent him a text, told him good luck with it. It was a, it was warm-hearted both sides, no hard feelings. Um, so, I'll be looking forward to see where he goes. Um, yeah, I'm just – I'm proud of him. I mean, I, I've known him for maybe – well, how long have I been here for? Four or five months. Um, and, I mean, I, I feel like I've known the guy for a year. So, I'm, pr- I'm proud of him. Yeah, he, I mean, he seems like a nice guy. He's always doing community outreach stuff. So, he's, and of course, he said that it was, um, I believe, a class he needs to take in order to kind of speed up his graduation. So, can't can't fault him for that. It wasn't like a messy thing at all. So I sweat a lot. Um, it's it. I don't know why. It's just I have been given this <laughs> this this ability to produce a massive amount of sweat from my body, which you know that that is absolutely perfect for me because I live in an incredibly humid place. So that's really a perfect combination. Not only am I sweaty and just hot in general, now I'm irritated and I stink. Um, that's, that's <laughs> deal with it, I guess. But I don't have to deal with it anymore and neither do you. Sweatblock was created by a doctor to help with his own excessive sweating. Here we go, big man. We all, we all deal with it. It is doctor created and doctor recommended. If you or someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor, even if they don't know it's embarrassing to them, just just saying, try Sweatblock. You can save 20% with promo code LOCKEDON at sweatblock.com. Also available on Amazon. Now, just fast forwarding, I guess, a little bit. Fast forwarding, we're going to the present. Um, there's the bye week this week. What's the feel? Because now you had... Tough loss to LSU by week. And then the Georgia game is, I mean, one of the most, if not the most, look forward to game for Florida Gators every year. So what's kind of the feel and the approach here? It's, it's simple for us. No time to waste, uh, especially this bye week. Um, it's, we're not, I mean, when fans imagine a bye week, they're probably not imagining our bye week. Um, I mean, we're still going hard. I mean, we're not, we're not taking days off because we got a lot to improve on for Georgia. I mean, they're very talented, obviously. I think they're still number one. Um, so, I mean, uh, obviously we're not going to practice every single day hard this week, but there's, there's, gonna, we still got a lot of hard practices left before game week. So, I mean, uh, we're preparing, we're not slowing down, so, um, we'll, we'll be ready. And then just final few random things that I was just thinking about. And I was like, you know what? It's the bye week. What better time to ask them than now? It's been a while now since you've moved from quarterback to tight end. What has probably been the hardest part about that transition now that you, you know, you moved from quarterback to tight end in high school, and now you got your first year as a tight end in college. So what's that transition been like, and what's the most difficult part? Yeah, so this will be – this is my third year playing tight end. Um, so, I mean, for me, the hardest part is um, – I mean, the routes kind of came easy to me because I threw them a lot and stuff. For me, it's like the um, footwork and the combos with the guards and tackles. I'm still kind of picking up on that. Um Especially because I get to change in a second, like defense moves a little bit, audible, it all changes. So um, that's that's why I'm that's why I've been studying is the footwork and the technique you use. I mean, I'm a little behind on the vocabulary and stuff, but uh, that's what I've been trying to work on, and I'll be ready next year for it. But uh, always gotta make improvements. So yeah, and then I mean, what has been probably the best part of the part that you enjoyed the most, maybe? Yeah, I mean, uh, the part I enjoy the most is. Um, 
definitely like those play action rollouts when the defense forgets about you for just a split second, you get the ball and you get a chance to make a move and stuff and um, just stuff like that. I mean, I, I mean, I enjoy it. Like, especially with another tight end in the game, like the little camaraderie you have together, the teamwork you do. Um, it's just a fun position. You can just do so many things. And uh, I mean, I glad I made the move. So, yeah. And I mean, in the, uh, in the spring game, if I'm not mistaken, we saw a little bit of a, a play action boot. And I think it was Noah Keeter. Just, I don't know what you guys call it. I, I kind of grew up <laughs> in it being called a slide route where it's just running right behind the offensive line, not crossing the line of scrimmage, just going to the flats and caught it. And it was just the easiest touchdown that I've ever seen. I'd imagine as a tight end, you're kind of looking forward to that, right? Oh, oh, for sure. I mean, I've read some of those in practice and uh, I mean, they call Keeter the slide king because of that screen game. He caught about four or five of them and uh, he did pretty good with those. So uh, yeah. Yeah. And then um, just since we're talking scheme base anyway, and not Florida specific, but do you ever see things when you're watching football, assuming you watch other college games or the NFL when you're not at practice or anything, but do you ever see things and you're like, that looks like a lot of fun, like uh, Kansas City or Miami this year have been motioning their tight ends right under center and then just running a sneak. Like, do you ever see these things and you're like, ooh, that maybe we'll, maybe we'll do it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even at the LSU game, they were in 14 personnel. I was like, wow. And uh, Mason Taylor got that little shovel pass behind the line. I mean, that's what I was doing in high school. Uh, I mean, that's just fun stuff. I mean, you can do anything with the tight end. You can put him in the backfield, give him a shovel pass. He can throw a pass. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's a really very fun position. And, and like now that I'm in college and I picked up on some schemes, I kind of realized in the NFL, like, oh, they're doing this and this or other college teams. So, I mean, it's pretty fun. Yeah, and now just to wrap up today, it's going to be, very light. Uh, NBA season's here. We're recording this Tuesday night, and obviously this will come out Wednesday morning, so there are two games being played tonight. Wh- who's your team in the NBA, if you have a team, unless you're one of those people who's like, I'm a LeBron fan, then sure. <laughs> no, so, I mean, I'm not I mean, I'm not a diehard NBA fan by any means, but, I mean, the team I root for when I watch it is the Cavs. Is there, is there a particular reason that you're a Cavs fan? Oh, uh, I mean, when I my favorite football team, NFL team, is the Ravens. Ever since I was like two, three, um, I got the Super Bowl rings and everything. You uh, know, I was like, I'm, if, I, if I'm rooting for them, I might as well root for the team, basketball team right next to them. So I mean, and ever since then, it's kind of sucked. Hey, yeah, that's that's about as solid as you can get for reasoning wise. And this was Hayden Hanson, Florida Gators freshman tight end. Catch him on Lockdown Gators every week. Catch him with the Florida Gators every week, except this week, of course. But thank you so much, Hayden. As the sun comes out and small businesses are back in business, LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier for you to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people that you want to interview faster and for free. And if you've never used LinkedIn Jobs before, I highly recommend it. I've said it before. It's how I got my last job before Lockdown, and I loved it. I just love this a heck of a lot more. And it's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires for leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates that you want to talk to faster. And did you know that nearly every week, 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Joining me now on Locked On Gators is Jason Jordan, Sports Illustrated's Director of Basketball Recruiting, which I will always 
I, I will always be right on the cusp of screwing that one up. Uh, <laughs> and he is locked on basketball recruiting insider. Before we get into today's content, I'd like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college basketball recruiting sponsor across the Lockdown College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. And Jason, you know, usually on this show, we're more football-centric, uh, and we are not as nuanced on college basketball recruiting because it's, in my mind, again, it could be exactly similar, but in my mind, it's very different. Um, college basketball, there, there's one-and-dones. There's not as much attention put on these elite recruits. Maybe the top one or two guys I feel like I'll see just on Twitter all throughout, but college football, if you're a five-star or a four-star, you're blowing up my timeline when you make your commitment or when you make a visit. Uh, what is recruiting like during the college basketball season for programs as far as evaluating recruits, um, visits, and just all that, especially when in basketball, you don't have that week off between games. You might have right. game Tuesday, game Thursday. So, so what is recruiting like? Yeah, you're right. It is a lot different. I mean, to your point, a lot of it is working the phones and um, just keeping those relationships fresh. And, and um, depending on the tier of the recruit, obviously, you um, you either contact them every day or every week. Um, but it, it is a challenging in season. And I've heard um, over the years, and it's just rough uh, because you got to, you know, you got to worry about the job. So you got to. You got to worry about, about um, the team that, you know, is taking the course three times a week. But, um, yeah, yeah it, it's more so about you know, when you can – I mean, they're all, all over the place all the time, so there's always showcase. That That is the difference basketball. Basketball always has, you know, showcase events and tournaments and, you know, gearing up for the season tournaments and this tournament. And, and at these tournaments, I mean, 25, 30 kids that they, you know, have some interest in is just what have, have interest in. So that's the difference. Like, they'll flood the flood top. Yeah, so I'm having to go um, after their games, like, especially on Saturdays and to go to events where, you know, a lot of recruits are. Like, the City of Palms is a big one. John Wall Holiday is a big one. Um, um, those are just a few. I mean, I feel like they have them every week, almost like an AAU tournament. <laughs> yeah, that 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 would be the biggest challenge because the coaches they tell me all the time, and I'm not kids, you know. <laughs> so um, um, that probably would be the difference because they're they're I me. Mean, it's rough, you know, for a staff in season with recruiting, but you know. Uh, how how do how do visits work for college basketball? Because I know for college football, it's you know, kid shows up Friday, maybe Saturday. He gets wine and dine. We'll say uh, he he gets wine and dine. He goes to the game. There's a whole stadium set up at the swamp for the Gators, at least. Or there's yeah. a whole section just for these kids. Um, and then they they're the bell of the ball over there. So what is it like for college? basketball is it this extravagant thing still or what yeah definitely um they roll the the uh, uh sparkling red carpet out and the guy 
well, especially at high majors, power fives. They usually get there. They're usually there Thursday night. Um, and you know they do the tours and they do this and they, uh, you know, they at, at this part of the season they'll go to football games and depending on the player, you know, uh, fans will chant their name even at football games. Just basketball recruit. Um, that's always fun. And so you know, then they do the the picture uh, to football. They'll do the photo shoot. You know, and then they'll do, um, you know, go in the stadium to get them a feel of what they, you know, noise simulation, depending on where you're at. Go to dinner, and then they have stuff at the coach's house. And, you know, they have that deep talk, you know, the one that nobody else has. And, you know, they're in that, in that regard. So, yeah, there are a lot on those uh, visits for sure, football and basketball. Yeah, um, I believe when I was at the Utah game, I believe that I, – I know I saw Todd Golden. I spoke to Todd Golden for a second, and he had a bunch of very tall yet childlike-looking people near him. Um, and so I was just like, oh, he, he must have some 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 visits, I guess, that are that are with him for this game. Um, and so, so that was really – I mean, he is also – looks a little bit like a child, just very, very, very young in the face. Um but yeah, I was assuming that there were visits, and I was like, I don't want to yeah. disturb these kids that are just trying to take a visit. Um, and when you look at just Florida focus here, you're looking at a program where first year head coach and Todd Golden, yes, who I mean everybody loves him. He's an analytics based coach. He he's just I mean I, I guess he's a, uh, a a rising star type of guy. Like I, I know that when. Florida was in the process. It was a massive deal that Todd Golden was someone who was going to come to Gainesville. What is kind of enticing for the Florida Gators to recruits here where you've got a sense of coach job security because he's a brand new hire. So you got to figure he's going to get at least a couple of years. Mike White got a few. So you could assume that Todd Golden will get a few. And he's also this new age analytics based coach. So how is that kind of enticing to a high school kid or a, even a portal kid looking for a new home? Yeah, well, what I hear about Todd is what you said, the analytics part, because he can whack on a visit or in a Zoom or in a living room. You know, he's probably going to wow a parent, that, that type of stuff. He, they look at him as like, a, oh, he's very intelligent. And he obviously knows what he's talking about, a lot of success. So that's what I've heard uh, about as far as it being enticing. And then you have guys like Corey McRae who have, have deep ties in the recruiting circles and who can, who have shown get some players. And what I really like about Todd is, is that, you know, he's casting a wide net. And he's not looking for, I mean, he is a good mix. Like he's looking for, for like the, and but he's going for them five stars too. Like he's coming. <laughs> coming. He, he ain't just, Reconcile with where oh, we're not going to get them, you know. You know, I don't think we have a gym. I mean, he's 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 involved. It looks like like he's kind of taking his turn to the twenty four class a lot. So Brian out west, um, one of the best players in the twenty four class. So um, now that's just the name of Liam McNeely. So um, he's definitely all in for talent there. So that's one of the things that. I I like about him, and I'm, I, I know that a lot, a lot of players, Corey and Carlin, other guys, they're very relatable. I would say that would be 
the biggest. Thank you so much. This was Jason Jordan, Sports Illustrated's director of basketball recruiting, Locked On's basketball recruiting insider. And thank you so much, Jordan. I cannot wait to have you back. And college basketball season, finally, right here. Yeah, for having me. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day every day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow as, yes, the star of the show, John Garcia, joins. That's three days in a row with freaking awesome guests, by the way. Joe Hayden Tuesday, Hayden Hansen and Jason Jordan Wednesday, and John Garcia Thursday. And I don't know, we might have awesome guests lined up for Friday as well. Just saying. For your second listen, check out Locked On SEC, hosted by Chris Gordy. Get the best coverage on that best conference, including the best university, the University of Florida. For Locked On Gators, I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find my written work with Whole Nine Sports and Giants Country of SI.com. And I'll see you all tomorrow.